Welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we you... Nope, let's do that again. <laughs> oh, let's leave that one in. <laughs> this is our second episode in a row, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> we just ate a bunch of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. We're just going to We are like children right now. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry. I totally biffed that one. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Well, look. Look, people, <laughs> we're here. I'm Anastasia. I'm Agata. This is Dunktown. We are super excited for another episode, two in one night. This is uh, not a first. <laughs> We've done this before. Did we? I think we have once. I don't remember doing it ever. Okay. Well, what I want to bring up right now is that Gabe has a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> wow you're just gonna bring up my mustache right now i'm just gonna yeah. jump right into it <laughs> cool well it's i mean very french of you it's so french it's the frenchest mustache i've ever seen well I, I i wanted to grow it for a couple of reasons first of all i don't think i look that bad in a mustache you look great in a mustache thank you i mean comparatively i mean like i, I never look great but like gabe Gabe, but let's talk about my friend Gabe like that. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, (laughs) um, But okay, so also a couple of things. One, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to embrace this new producer Uncle Gabe mantle. Mm. So a mustache is very uncle-y in my to my head. And also, I'm going on this trip. I'm going to be in Montreal. Oh, I want to blend in. Mm. I think I'll blend in a little with this with this stash. I think you will. I think it's the Frenchies. Yeah. Um, will you be speaking French in Montreal? I'll try. I have not um, done a lot of it. Um, Get your Duolingo any, out. I yeah. should. I should do Duolingo. Um, but Just yeah. to remember some vocab. Yeah, yeah. I can. I could probably. I could probably get by. And if I tell people, uh, don't speak too fast, then I could probably pick up whatever. How do you saying. say that? That's how I am uh, in Spanish too. I'm like, yeah. I, if you said every word slowly, I would be fine. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But nobody talks like that. Yeah. And if you simultaneously like act out or sign the thing <laughs> that you're you're saying, that doubly helps. And if there's closed captioning. <laughs> if there's closed captioning, that's really helpful as well. Yeah, that's true. And if you just like get out your Google Translate app. <laughs> it helps. Then with just to be sure. Yeah. Um it is I I mean, you're going to be there for a while. Oh, we're going to be there for like a week. I mean, that's a good amount yeah. of time. Mm-hmm. And I think after a couple of days, you'll just be like, je voudrais une baguette. Yeah, I will be saying that. <laughs> but also, I think everybody speaks English in Montreal. Well, that's the tricky thing, right? In Montreal is that um, if you start to speak French and you're not great at it, they respond in English. And it's like, no, 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 I'm trying to No, they don't have practice. time for that. They're like, I don't have time for your bullshit. Yeah, exactly. And that's ultimately what I'm afraid of. Like, I don't want to just like, I want someone to at least say good try. And yeah. then I know they're not going to do that. So I'll probably just say, I'll just start speaking English. Yeah, I did not. I didn't do a good job of it in Poland because I speak Polish, but it's, it's very rusty. So if I was just like, Oh, this seems too hard. I would just go in speaking English. Do a lot of people speak English there? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like most of Europe where it's like, a lot of kids learn like they are required to learn English mm-hmm. in school and then they're also supposed to learn another language on top of that 
and they end up trilingual and then we got all so these cool. dummies here that can barely speak english <laughs> am i right yeah the most garbage of all languages <laughs> yeah english i um i love english <laughs> It is a garbage language because yeah. essentially they threw the scraps of other languages into a pile and that's what English is. But I took this class in my undergrad called um, the history of English and it honestly was the most fascinating class I took in college. I don't, I can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> it really is though, because most, most of what makes English English is war. Winning oh, the winning of wars, like Guillaume le Conqueror in 1066 when he won the Battle of Hastings, and that's why there's so much French in our language. That that's what created Middle English or Middle English. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, it's like we were all Germanic, not all Germanic, but a lot of Germanic um, until 1066, and then it flipped. Anyways, wow. that's a little history lesson for all of you listening out there. Um, but anyways, love the f- mustache. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I, I, I'm liking good. it. Do you think I? Um, you were just in Europe, Agata? Do you think I would fit in in, a, in Europe? Would people think I was one of them? Well, let's hear a couple lines. In what? In French. In French? Okay. Like, what What should I ask for? Like, imagine um, okay. you and Andrea are, and Louis are on the streets of Montreal. You're on uh, the hunt for the perfect croissant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't know where to go. You, you run into a woman who looks like she knows her croissants. <laughs> what oh. do you say to her? Ooh, uh, uh, pardon moi, madame. Uh, connais, connais-vous... Connais- uh, do you know <laughs> Wait, uh, uh, où est une boulangerie uh, très non 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 <laughs> that's I mean that's pretty good it's, what, I'm very rusty what does that translate to like, do you, where is a bakery that's very yum 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 <laughs> okay well but, okay. but I think you started off right because you're like connez-vous but I would just say est-ce que vous connaissez est-ce que vous connaissez or where do you find okay oh fuck i'm fucked no you're good <laughs> i'm just gonna speak english <laughs> no you i think you'll in two days max yeah that's true it, it doesn't take long before you're like well, well i got a lot in here yeah the only thing i really remember from french class is all the stuff that armel and her cool friends were doing in my french book <laughs> Uh, we watched this show what? called French in Action <laughs> that was like, it was like a soap opera, but it was, but it was to teach you French. Mm. And so it'd be like, oh, this is Mireille and she has a crush on Robert yeah. and uh, Mireille's little sister is a little brat and she interrupts her mm. romance mm. sessions with Robert. And so <laughs> we were always like, what's going to happen with Mireille and Robert? <laughs> Uh, knowing the French, I think I know. Ooh. They Frenched? Yeah, they Frenched. <laughs> so how was your trip, Agata? It was good. I had uh, I had a lot of fun. I went to Italy. I went to Prague. I went to Poland. Just had a just had a bunch of fun every where day. Should we go, where should we go of, yeah. of those places? Number one city or town. I mean, I got I to gotta 
push for Poland because it's not a place that people go a lot and I think they should because it's a fun country. It's very cheap to go there, but it's also like safe and tourist friendly, uh, especially Krakow. I highly recommend it. It's just such a beautiful town square and city and like just a great fun time. Um, I also was a big fan of Prague. Prague's great. Loved it. Loved it. And then Italy, of course. It was it was magical. It sounded like an amazing trip, and all of your photos are beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, that the one uh, video of you being offered a rose <laughs> and refusing it is like an iconic image. Yeah. What was going on there? I was just I was hanging out with this girl, and I asked her to take my photo. I was in Venice, Italy. Where'd was, you find this girl? Did you know her? N- no, I just made friends. Nice. Um and we were just walking around and then um i go onto a bridge that's like directly over the canals and it's like a really beautiful view and i asked my friend to take a photo of me and she steps back there's a ton of people because it's like crazy you know crazy packed there they just unload all these cruise ships onto venice and then it's just like an insane amount of people um anyway so like we're like she's trying to like get a good photo of me and then this rose man approaches and he's he's you know there's like guys that are walking around trying to sell you roses or like sell couples roses or whatever mm-hmm. and i guess he just saw me standing alone and thought i would buy it for myself i don't know i don't know what his reasoning was but he wouldn't he wouldn't like leave it was so great because you're just like i'm not touching this rose <laughs> yeah. like please don't touch me with the rose yeah it, it ended up it was a um a live photo that i turned into a video i put it on my instagram if anyone wants to see it yeah everyone should go look I at it god monica um but yeah it's just uh it's silly <laughs> it is silly <laughs> it's very it's silly. very funny it's very silly it's just me being like <laughs> which is just my whole vibe <laughs> And good food throughout oh, Europe, yeah. I oh, imagine. Yeah. yeah, I had a great time. Um, I want to recommend anyone that's going to Prague, you got to check. I did this New York Times um, city and food tour that is like really, really great. Like it really like they took us to a bunch of food places that were beautiful and delicious. And like, I highly recommend it. Awesome. Yum. I love a food tour. Me too. I'm a huge fan of a food tour. We did a food tour for your birthday. That's right. In Ohio. And it was amazing. Yeah. It was so good. It yeah. was perfect. I was, I was so there full. Too. Gabe was there too. Yeah. <laughs> we went to oh, a tamale place that had recently had a truck drive through the window. Yeah. Speaking of food, we got to talk about Shaquille's. That's what, what this episode is about. <laughs> oh my God. What a great transition. <laughs> Thank you so much. I worked really hard. Um, yeah, we went to Mr. Shaquille O'Neal's restaurant opened here in LA by Staples Center this a couple is months ago. Another one of our episodes that's loosely basketball tangential. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we had been ever since Shaquille's opened, we had been talking about going. Yeah. And it's like, it's right by the Staples Center. So it's like, go before or after a game or whatever. So we were going to a Sparks game that we talked about in a previous episode um, with a big group of people. And we ended up 
meeting up early to head up Shaquille's and uh, see what the big man had in store for us. <laughs> and boy, was it good. Uh, can I just talk about my journey with Shaq over the past year? Yeah. I mean, I'm just really fast. I love him now. Like, I didn't really have any thoughts about him. Of course, he's like so famous and ubiquitous and like, uh, you know, he's one of the most famous dudes there is. Yeah. But having spent the year watching all these basketball games and having him check in with the boys on TNT, on TNT he's so much fun. Yeah, he's great. I'm a big fan. He's so funny. He's so funny. He his Instagram is ridiculous yeah. and hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and and the TNT show is the best. Yeah, yeah. Inside the NBA with Ernie, Kenny the Jetsmith, Charles Barkley, and Shaq. Yeah, and he is a giant man who looks like a baby, kinda. Yeah. So because we went to Shaquille's, we were like, "Where's Shaq from?" Because the food has a southern leaning towards it right and we found out that he's from new jersey but he went to college at lsu that's probably where he gets this like southern leaning from i'm gonna guess he also louisiana yeah louisiana he also lived in florida for a while um so maybe that's where he gets it from They Um, they don't really eat that kind of southern food in florida do they they do in parts of florida Hmm. i lived in um northern florida in the sort of panhandle part near in fort walton beach and they that's like all southern food Mm. but anyways so that's the the restaurant's kind of got a southern flair um he opened it with chef matthew silverman who was the chef at his las vegas restaurant as well and i guess is famous for his fried chicken so this that's like the specialty at this restaurant right Lucky for me, <laughs> fried, fried chicken is my favorite food. You're a chicken freak. A chicken freak <laughs> is how I like to describe it. <laughs> yeah, so we were, the three of us were also with Andrea, Gabe's wife, um, and also friend of the show, Tristan. Tristan, um, um, who was on our Sparks episode. And then um, our friends, Adrian and Ariana, who were previous guests of the show. Um, so we, some of us, we're like doing kind of a family style thing so we did um we got the classic famous chicken mm-hmm. yeah half a fried chicken yeah we um, got, um we got the um brisket sliders yeah which were well we can get into it later <laughs> we got fried green tomatoes and roasted beets uh the, uh, the sliders tomatoes and roasted beets were off the starters menu uh we got a red butter lettuce salad and their BC mac and cheese. Um, what was the BC? The before Christ. <laughs> oh, you know what I think it is? Is Shaq's restaurant in Las Vegas is called Big Chicken? So maybe oh, it's the recipe from that re- restaurant probably. brought over. That makes probably, sense. Probably. It says Lucille's recipe. I think Lucille's his mom. I don't really know. Um, Lucille O'Neill. <laughs> that's a fun name um we also got some drinks uh tristan and gabe got old fashions i got a margarita one of my classics love a classic i got a drink love it love it love it i just drank water and it was delicious <laughs> um the great thing about the mac and cheese is it has cheese crackers crunched up on top of it so i'm guessing these are like cheese it goldfish 
or yeah, mm. like a goldfish sort of situation. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's probably because um, a bunch of people had like yeah. already scooped from it. So, but you probably got a little, little bit in there. Um, and what did you all think about the sliders? Delicious. I thought they were good. Yeah, yeah. Th- they had that real like soft brioche bun kind mm. of thing that's real shiny yeah they have what does does it have the ingredients there yeah it says 16 hour smoked revier farms beef jalapeno slaw shack sauce <laughs> and brioche a brioche bun. okay so i think it was a really good combination those things worked really well together you the, mean the shack sauce was i was gonna <laughs> guess uh the brisket was delicious. The jalapeno slaw, delicious. Shack secret stuff, delicious. <laughs> Gotta say, it was like a barbecue-ish sauce. Yeah, it all it all went together really nicely. It was a good slider. Was right. it spicy? Jalapeno slaw. I don't remember it being spicy at all. It wasn't that spicy, okay. no. And you didn't need it because you're a vegetarian. Yes. Um, not because I was angry or anything. <laughs> and then you had the chicken. How is the famous... Chicken. oh boy it was good i wanted to eat like a whole bucket of it yeah we we got the half chicken so it kind of meant that the four chicken eaters at the table me uh my wife andrea and agata and tristan only got one piece each maybe we should have got the full we chicken. could have gotten the full chicken although we got a lot of food yeah that's so. true it is yeah yeah but um uh yeah i thought the chicken was really good uh it came with an array a, a plate of three sauces oh love a good sauce option there was what do you remember what they were yeah there was so like a, it was a louisiana hot sauce um a cayenne pepper sauce and then a uh carolina style honey mustard barbecue sauce and then a spicy sweet like sweet and spicy like darker barbecue yeah. sauce, which i think was what was on the slider yeah i think that was the shack sauce too. and they they claimed that those sauces were i think made in house yes Yes, they do. I liked all of them. The so Louisiana hot sauce is my favorite kind of hot sauce. I love it. It's like Crystal or Frank's or whatever. Like that cayenne pepper sauce, I put on fifty percent of my food. Yeah, me too. And this was a great version of that. Mm -hmm. I think Gabe, you pointed out like this is even for some reason it was like more flavorful. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I find those. Louisiana one's a little watery and this was not like that at all. It was a kind of thick actually. Yeah. And the honey Carolina barbecue sauce or a mustard Carolina barbecue sauce was also super good. It wasn't sweet. I mean, it was like maybe a little sweet, but it was just more like um, mustardy tasting. Mm. Yeah. I didn't try that cause I hate mustard. <laughs> and that, but what did you think about the, other one the spicy i like i like that one a lot and i liked the louisiana hot sauce yeah. one a lot but i'm they a, were i'm a real spicy gal yeah they were that you are spicy That's and true. <laughs> i love spice uh yeah i liked all of these hot sauces um we also got the fried green tomatoes had you all had fried green tomatoes before i've had them yeah they're like a southern staple this was my first time having them what do you think, Gabe? I liked them. I kind of wanted them to be something else. <laughs> I fried something else. I I um I'm not. I wasn't sure about the green tomato part, but I liked the outside. <laughs> you liked the fried coating. I liked you the fried like coating. Battered. <laughs> oh. I have to say, um, 
fried green tomatoes, that's something that's like a favorite of mine and my mom. My mom used to make it actually all the time when I was a kid. And it really depends on the tomato. Yeah. Mm. Like you have to get a really good green tomato. And that's just unripe tomatoes, right? It's not a certain, a specific. I think it is a specific no, type. It's not uh, unripe. But, oh, but okay. they are, they're less ripe because they're firm. Mm. But, but. I think it. I think you have to use a very specific type of tomato. Oh, see, I think that's what usually kind of squicks me out about them is I think they're just unripe tomatoes no. that have been sliced and fried. <laughs> no, 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 that's not what's happening. Okay, yeah. I don't know exactly, listeners. If you know, please hit us up. Hi at Dunk Town. <laughs> Give us a recipe, please. Um, I thought they were really good. They, they came with a really good sauce. Too. That sauce was. I don't know what it was, but it was like a, kind of a tomatoey, but like creamy. I don't know. It was really good yeah yeah they were tasty i i had half of one and that was fine for me and we also got the beets which the, was two different kinds of beets yeah we have uh babe farm beets there was um the like dark red ones and golden beets uh roasted pepper romanesco cotija cheese and lime aioli no, no wait that's sorry that's right. fried green tomatoes uh, <laughs> whipped goat cheese that, that's what was the beets had whipped goat cheese on them candied hazelnuts and watercress yeah it was so i'm i just love beets so much and when when there's something with beets and goat cheese on the menu i just have to order it because i yeah. know i'm gonna like it same i love beets this was a, i think they could have done maybe two-thirds less watercress i know it was like a beets. mountain and, more beets. and also it came on top of the beets and she, even the waitress was like They're all the beets there. are underneath and it's like she was like reassuring us to not be worried that it just came out as only watercress i really wanted the watercress to be on the bottom yeah because also with the um whipped goat cheese it would have been great if that was on top of the watercress. right yeah i don't i don't know why they did it that way it seemed odd and like covered up the beautiful beets that we had to go digging in there but that being said the beets were good so fucking good yeah but man i just am a sucker for beets and then my favorite um thing on the menu was the red butter lettuce salad that's frog hollow pears red onions gorgonzola herbs spice pecans and mustard dressing that mustard dressing was so light and perfect on it and the red butter lettuce was great was, was there some kind of fruit in there pears oh pears right that was that was good yeah that was a really good salad yeah and i like gorgonzola on a salad too yes with uh, a pear i mean that combo you can't beat combo. it uh, but you know i don't like mustard so i wasn't a big fan of the dressing but the rest of it was delicious and then the mac and cheese was the last thing lucille's recipe cheese cracker crust this was a winner in my in my view I thought that this mac and cheese was good. I thought it was good too. I think you you can really strike out when you get mac and cheese at a restaurant sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Especially if it's like a high-end restaurant, which this was. Yeah. This yeah. was on the fancier end. It was pricier. It was really nice inside. Like the food was delicious. And usually at a high-end restaurant, I do not like the mac and cheese. Yeah, I agree. Like, sometimes they're trying to do too much with it. They're trying to throw all kinds of crazy shit in there. Actually, you mentioned, Agata, that you're not a f mac and cheese. You're not a nut for it. Like, it I'm can be bad. I'm not a nut for it. And I think it is bad a lot of times. Um, I don't know. It's very hard, I think, to, like, get it to a place that it's satisfying. I feel yeah. like so many times I've had mac and cheese where I'm like, 
I want this to be better than it is. I agree. Yeah. I think a lot of like nothing worse than like bland mac and cheese. Yeah. That's what drives me crazy. It's like this obviously has like eight handfuls of cheese in it and it still tastes bland. Right. Which means that you're doing something right like i like it i like to we talked about this at the the place like put hot sauce in it i'm always dumping hot sauce in it because like on its own a lot of times it is just like mushy and flavorless and it's like why how did you do yeah there should be so much flavor in here and there's not um and i think adding the spice element is like crucial if i'm being honest i i really i make a mac and cheese that i think is good um and I, I really think the key is salt and pepper. Yeah. Well, yeah. that is something that a lot of people miss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this was great. I, I was impressed. Yeah, this was a good one. I thought the cheese was really creamy. It could have used more of the like crackery bit. Yeah. yeah. But I do like having like a something, something to like counter the like mushiness of the rest of the dish. Like having something crunchy. Crackers is great. Um, I like, you know, like. Uh, sorry Anastasia pieces of bacon <laughs> how dare you <laughs> yeah. um not even just for the taste but also just like to mix up the textures in there so yeah. you're not just eating baby food I also prefer my mac and cheese a little more baked yeah so it's a little more casserole and the top I like a Crispy. little bit of burnt cheese yeah yeah that's nice I also revealed um at the table and I'm, I apologize to Gabe for saying this again that I as a child ate microwavable mac and cheese with hot sauce and a banana <laughs> Why would you in bring it. this up again in it so upsetting i would take a bit of banana no. and a bit of mac and cheese on one fork no no look listener please <laughs> just hear no. me out no. try it once and you'll like it i think it's like a sweet savory thing combo that works if you dare to try it I think you'll be pleased with the result. I do not dare. <laughs> I do not either. This all started because my mom, who's Cuban, loves eating plantains with her food. But she, you know, when I was growing up in Arizona, she couldn't always find plantains. So she would just eat a regular old banana with every single meal. And I did too. And hey, the rest is history. <laughs> anyways moving along what'd you think about that was everything we ate what'd you think about your drinks oh my margarita was great big fan yeah i mean i love i've talked about on this show i like i like a margarita that's made with like real lime juice and not sweet and sour mix like yeah they, they nailed it it was delicious gabe um i got uh so they the waitress our waitress who was very nice she was great um didn't catch her name but she was lovely she was really nice um she said that the restaurant was very like whiskey and bourbon forward or something like that yeah and so i thought i would get an old-fashioned i got an old-fashioned um i like an old-fashioned you know as far as whiskey drinks go um they always taste good they got that cool orange peel in there yeah yeah um it's got the cherry this one was a little sweeter i think than i usually like i think they put a lot of the little cherry juice in it but uh it was good i liked it it got me a drunk for the (laughs) 
basketball game. Yeah, you were so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> You're falling all over the court. <laughs> yeah. Grabbing <I> was... Sparky. <laughs> He's ripped. What can I say? He is ripped. He's got those bulging muscles. <clears throat> um, it's a kind of um classic bar. The bar, like all of their they they had Tom Collins sidecars like the, those were the drinks that were on the menu right. um, a gimlet you know like it's kind of like a classic drink place yeah also the decor was very classy I Lock- loved I thought it the decor in there was great yeah I thought it looked great in there it did it was a lot of like wood surfaces dark wood mm-hmm. and then they had this sort of like plant there's like plants on the wall um, like on little shelves that was really cool um yeah just kind of classy and um traditional nothing like too flashy about it which i liked shaquille was not there no unfortunately um our friends adrian and ariana got uh biscuits i think they did and they looked great and they said they were good yeah so those biscuits are the black pepper biscuits and they come with a bacon jam and i Mm. asked adrian what was that like? Because it sounds weird. Yeah. And she was like, it's kind of like a tomato bacon jam. Yeah. And she said it was great. It sounds good. She I said it was delicious. It. All right. Um, so maybe we can get the, the biscuits sometime as just like a little snack before going to a game or something. Sure. <laughs> so um, this restaurant, some little fun facts is one they have a celebrity table. I'm not really sure what, I've never heard of this before, but they claim that celebrity tables are um, a common thing <laughs> and that they have What does one... that mean? Just a table that's always reserved? Okay. Let's, let me read this. Harkening back to times when celebrities could call ahead for their own table, Shaquille's hosts celebrity tables throughout the restaurant. There's even a table with a shack-sized chair for the host himself. <laughs> That, that is funny and makes sense because so, you cannot fit into a normal chair. Yeah. <laughs> they have to always have a chair available for him. That's um, but I think, I think what this is referring to is like the 1950s when like, who, who's a 1950s rock Hudson? Tony Soprano. <laughs> Tony Soprano would call, you know, a fancy restaurant and be like, I'm coming in, get me, get my table ready or whatever. And so, so they just have a table ready for him all the time. Well, what if someone else calls in right after? Um, even bigger, like Ed Sullivan. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know these references. Doris Day calls. (laughs) Uh, Frank Sinatra. Okay. Frank Sinatra is the biggest celebrity maybe that could have called and been like, get my table ready and they're like oh i'm sorry ed sullivan's here and he's like well kick ed out yeah 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 no one's even heard of him (laughs) (laughs) he's peanuts compared to me um can i say that we did not get any dessert but uh we read the dessert menu and there was some fun stuff on there they had something called what was it like a a hummingbird pie or something yes they had um here are here are all the desserts Banana pudding. Yum. Key lime tartlet. Yum. Hummingbird cake. What? (laughs) (laughs) Pecans, banana, pineapple, cream cheese, icing. That's what the hummingbird cake is. That sounds very odd to me. It sounds odd, but also I would totally try it. I would try it. 
chocolate cake chocolate frosting chocolate everything okay sign me up <laughs> vanilla cheesecake mm. okay and a butterscotch pot de creme that sounds good that uh, sounds great i want all of them but Except i the saw the one of the cakes go by and it was massive it was like the a, a single slice of cake and it it was too big the chocolate one yeah mm. but uh anyways what is your final assessment of shaquille's I thought it was great. The food was great. My drink was great. Great friends. Great laughs. Great <laughs> jokes. Great real bonding. Oh, <laughs> great chicken. Gabe, final assessment. I agree. I thought it was a really pleasant surprise. I liked everything. Nothing was gross. Um, my drink was fun. Um, and yeah, really like the best thing was the company. No. I love my friends so much. Oh, we love you, Gabe. Too cute. <laughs> you? Um, yeah, I had a great time. My only complaint is, uh, it can, it can be a little pricey, Shaq, but if you're listening, <laughs> hook us up free table, please give us a, let us use the celebrity table and give us free dinner. Yeah. We're <laughs> celebrities now. <laughs> we, uh, we're on the Spotify trending list. <laughs> we're celebrities. <laughs> um but i have to say uh overall experience was great and uh the service there is kind of above and beyond yeah we did come at a weird time when there wasn't a lot of it wasn't busy yeah but still it seems like you know they were very attentive very nice giving great suggestions yeah um let's give out some donkeys donkeys Okay, let's start with a side. Best side. I I think maybe the beats were the yeah. like overall best side. Although, get rid of some of that watercress. You yeah, know, I I want I don't want to have to dig for my beats, but I think yeah. they were the best tasting. I agree. Um, I I enjoyed the beats the most. Um, I w- I would say best side is mac and cheese. I really liked it. But all I eat is sides. I don't really eat a main. I love the mac and cheese too. So I'm I'm done with that also. What was the best meat dish? You had two. You had the brisket sliders and the chicken. The chicken? Yeah, I think the chicken was... I mean, it was great. They put it on a pedestal for a reason. Yeah. yeah oh, that we didn't mention that. But the chicken is served on like a cake plate. Like yeah. a, a little like high top. I don't even know how to describe it. I don't know. <laughs> Can I nominate a donkey? Yes. I want to give a donkey to myself for uh, biggest uh, adult baby because I got an old fashioned, like I said before, which I think is a pretty classy and adult drink. Although, and Tristan got one as well. Uh, although it has those little cherries in them and I like those cherries. <laughs> and so while Tristan was sitting there just drinking his like a normal person, I actually was like, trying to see if anyone was watching and then I went in with my fingers and I pulled those cherries out and I ate them. So I actually saw you do I was <laughs> I was wondering if anybody saw me, but I didn't care. I wanted them. And I I feel like our you did it at one point as our our server was clearing plates mm. and I wondered if you were scared that she would take your drink before you took the cherry out. I didn't notice she was there. Okay, uh, good. Was that super embarrassing? I no. mean, that was a classy place. Hey, I would have 
done the same like thing, cherries, if I'm being though. honest. Well, and they had the maraschino cherries that are like homemade and good, not like the bright pink ones, yeah, you know? And there were two in there. Oh, and I needed both of them. You're spoiled. <laughs> spoiled biggest adult baby. <laughs> All right. Who wins? Um, I guess we do for a great experience. <laughs> and Shaq. Yeah, you know what, Shaq? I'm going to go ahead and give you a donkey for good restaurant. Uh, this isn't your first rodeo. You have another restaurant. Maybe more than do. I don't know. Didn't he have like 150 Five Guys franchises at one point? 155 guys? <laughs> he had 155 guys at one point. That's a lot yeah, of guys. That's a lot of guys. Uh, he also owns a bunch of Papa John's franchises now because he's the face of Papa John's. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I think he owns a lot of franchises, but he built this restaurant. He knows what he's doing. He and knows it shows. what he's doing. <sighs> great job, Shaq. He did a great job in the kitchen tonight. I just want to say thank yeah, you. Yeah, he was actually back there making yeah. all of the food. Mm-hmm. So good and job. serving it. And that's kissing. why he would put big Shaq sized fistfuls of watercress on top of that salad. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a horrible joke about him making Shaq sauce. <laughs> Everyone always thinks my joke, my innocent jokes are going to be dirty. Yeah. You, you have so few. Of you're them. going in a dirty direction and then it turns to like sweet, innocent Papa joke. <laughs> All right. That's it for our review of Shaq. If you have been there, Hit it, tell us about your experience Shaquille or if you've me. been to another one of his restaurants we would love to hear from you hi at dunk.town let us know what your experience was also I am interested to know what other NBA player restaurants are out there I remember in Arizona and Phoenix there was Marley's which is Dan Marley's restaurant mm. I went there a couple times Michael Jordan has a steakhouse in Chicago yeah let us know let's go where which NBA player restaurant you have been to and what you thought of it and we'll go to them and we'll go on our big world tour um you can email us at hi at dunk.town or you can send us a message at 903-420-dunk um follow us on twitter and instagram we're at dunktown podcast i'm on twitter at echo mint echo underscore mint and on instagram agata monica anastasia is on both as anastasia vigo that's true check out our website <laughs> dunk.town if you like the show write us a five-star review uh, on apple podcast or wherever you're listening check out our store our merch store we've got some cool stuff on there i bought a crew neck sweatshirt that is so cute yeah i bought a v-neck sweatshirt we've seen some really cute photos of you guys and i will say uh we guarantee that you will get laid if you're wearing our shirt <laughs> We guarantee it. We guarantee it. You, I, all of the photos that people have sent us, I'm like, we have some attractive fans and they make our shirts look so good. They make our shirts look good and the shirts make them look good. It's baby. true. It's true. <laughs> My father-in-law showed up to Father's Day brunch today, <gasps> rocking on Dunktown t-shirt. Yeah, that's so cute. We should also mention when we went to Shaquille's, Tristan had a button up shirt on and then he ripped it or he didn't rip it open. He unbuttoned it. (laughs) (laughs) He ripped off all his buttons. His buttons flew everywhere. We had to spend hours looking for them uh, to reveal that he was wearing his Dunktown shirt underneath. So sweet. Very cute. Yeah. Send us pictures of yourself in Dunktown shirts if you'd like to. We love seeing them. Love seeing it. Um, thank you to Andrea Tomingas and Andrew Cloutworthy for our design and music. Thank you to 
all of you guys for being the cutest. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.